And now it's time for Houston's hottest relationship advice talk show, Love in Black with Tori and Terry. This show is sponsored in part by Gracie's on Kirby in Houston, Texas, and the Carabas Family Restaurants. And now your hosts, Tori and Terry. Good morning and welcome to the new home of Love and Black with Tori and Terry. Welcome to our new home, Praise 92.1 and Magic 102.1 HD2. We thank you for tuning into our new show. For those of you that are wondering who we are, we are, first of all, children of God, and we are marriage and relationship counselors, which is a big deal for what we're doing. We have our own practice and some outfit. Yeah, but we uh, we have our own practice. I forever will Christian Marriage Counseling LLC, and um, we are unique. Yeah, we're very unique. We're our niche. In fact, we are married counselors providing counseling to couples and individuals. We also have individual counseling. So if you're interested in receiving counseling, go to iforeverwill.com. Send us an email from there. Also, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube and anywhere you listen to podcasts to see or hear additional content every week. That's right. We want to welcome those of you that are new to our our show. And for your on, our ongoing supporters, forgive me for our ongoing supporters, um, we thank you. We're so glad that you're taking this ride with us. This is, this is new. Yeah. This is great, though, and we're yeah. excited about it. And speaking of excitement, today's topic is actually about us. Us, you guys. Yeah, we're bearing, we're bearing all. So we're going to gradually introduce you to us behind the scenes. That's yeah. right. You know, we have the same troubles and issues as those that we counsel um, for the past few three years or so. Our radio and TV shows have not just literally consumed us. And again, for those of you that follow us, but our marriage as well. So we are going to be discussing the realities of our situation with you all while giving you perspective into our lives. Yeah, so sit back and relax. And we'll be right back after the short break. I'm so tired of your narcissistic personality. I'm tired of you not validating my feelings. What? What about when you cheated on me with my best friend? Mother. Whoa, does this sound like you need help in resolving the most simplest of issues? I Forever Will Marriage Counseling has helped many couples overcome these challenges and many others. Contact us today at iforeverwill.com or call us at 346-349-6441. And now back to Houston's hottest relationship advice talk show, Love and Black with Tori and Terry. This episode of Love and Black with Tori and Terry is brought to you by Gracie's Restaurant on Kirby Drive and the Carabas Family of Restaurants. If you would like to be a guest, sponsor or advertise, contact us at info at loveandblackwithtoriandterry.com. Welcome back. You know, the commercial we just aired is not just indicative of a typical disagreement, but we actually have those types of arguments. And the crazy part is, is that we know better. We do know better. The commercial is actually a perfect example of us coming to our client's rescue. But when it happens to us, I mean, where or whom do we turn to in, um, in these types of situations? So it's, it's tough. It is. You know, it's tough. Yeah. So let's take a look at some of the typical reasons why people argue, whether they are married or in long or even short term relationships. A few that come to mind immediately um, is communication, finances. I mean, everybody's constantly going through these things. You know what I mean? Um, intimacy. There's so many. Mm -hmm. Those are the top three that we encounter all the time. And yes, communications is always the first one to rear its ugly Ongoing. head. Ongoing. Yeah. We can't, I mean, when we can't communicate, it's like 
with each other. And when we can't communicate with each other, everything else in our marriage just seems to just fall apart. I mean, it, it, the relationships, I mean, any relationship, marriage, whatever you have, it just, it falls apart. It really does. Yeah. You know, you may ask why things fall apart during communications. A lot of it begins at the beginning of your relationship during the dating phase when your representative is speaking on behalf of you. After counseling hundreds of clients, we found out that baggage, relationship, and childhood traumas prevented one or both of them from, you know, disclosing it, full disclosure. So how do we know when to bring up negative topics during the dating phase and definitely prior to getting married? You know, it's a slippery slope because you're trying to put your best foot forward and you just assume that it will naturally come up or it may never come up. Well, we say, I mean, we say that we want complete transparency and honesty in our relationships. We must have that. And, but again, when is the opportune time to divulge that type of information? And you have to, you have to know when. Take us for instance, since we've been married, I was always responsible for the finances. During COVID last year though, our income dropped significantly. And instead of me re relaying to my wife in a proper manner, I thought that things would naturally pick up, but clients were paying late or not paying at all. And I started to cover our deficits with credit cards that I had, but my wife wasn't aware of all of the credit cards that I had. So when I say we were on the verge of divorce, when this information was revealed, we were literally one step away. Instead of me communicating correctly, I evaded and was saying passive aggressive remarks such as, hey, you know, these bills stay the same. How are we going to cover these purchases and our obligations? You guys, I was so mad. I was so mad when I found out. But that was just, I mean, the tip of the iceberg. I kept asking him for his statements and he still refused. He wouldn't give them to me. So, of course, I felt that divorce was imminent because I just felt that we were falling apart if he couldn't trust me. Yeah. You know, I was very stubborn and actually mad <laughs> that she was questioning me, the overseer of our finances. It wasn't my ego. I believe it was just the audacity of the ask. It was the ego. Um, this aggravated me so much <laughs> because, I mean, you can laugh about it now, but you guys, it, it, yeah. It's, and I mean, this is still, you know, it's still pretty sensitive. But I mean, it aggravated, aggravated me so much because we're a team. And that's I was just saying a minute ago we teach our counselees how to work together but look at us you know it's like walk the walk talk the talk so i was about to shut everything down until he came clean 72 hours later can you believe that 72 hours later yeah you know i saw the writing on the wall and i know my why for wanting my wife and knows i said my why i didn't say i love her i do love her dearly but what's love got to do with it so what's your why you better say that <laughs> So, and I finally got off my high horse and gave her the information that she was looking for. Praise be to God. Praise. Okay. But that wasn't it. You know, it was more. I mean, in a few weeks later, we ran into the very, the very same similar type of scenario. I'm like, I can't believe this is happening again. In which he did the same thing. And this time I did, you guys, I drew up divorce papers and I gave them to him. Um, we're a work in progress, you know, um, I gave them to him. And he came upstairs where I started to sleep and pleaded with me about to change. And this went on for a couple of days, but it wasn't until we had a truth moment in which he explained to me the real reason he wasn't forthright with me. And it was all about the way I was communicating with him. Yeah, you know, I would always tell her, hey, 
I'm not your child. Don't talk to me in a condescending manner. And that's what I felt like. But it was more than that, though. You know, this is something that I've been saying for years to her. And it was like it was falling upon deaf ears. I explained to her that I shut down years ago when she would cut me off while I was talking over talking me and not validating my feelings, but she wanted her feelings validated. During this truth moment, and it was a moment as we call it, as well as we teach our clients, I explained to him why I did that. And I in no way tried to disrespect him in any manner. I also told him my truth moment and why I shut down. So, you know, it's amazing how we go, have gone to school, we've had our clinicals and we teach people how to communicate Every single day, we, we jokingly say eight days a week because we are working eight days a week. But anyway, we fell short of our own goals in that. Yeah, know. we're everyday people. <laughs> yeah. But the, the good thing is that we, we have a resolution in this area, but it is a work in progress. And that is why we feel this show is the perfect opportunity, you guys, for people that watch our show and listen to our podcast to know that we aren't perfect. We have the same issues and challenges, just like everybody else. The big difference is, is that we are in the public's eye. Yeah. We're going to take a short break, but when we return, we will discuss how to identify toxicity in your relationship or in your marriage. Don't go away. We'll be right back. I'm so tired of your narcissistic personality. I'm tired of you not validating my feelings. What? What about when you cheated on me with my best friend? Mother. Whoa. Does this sound like you need help in resolving the most simplest of issues? I Forever Will Marriage Counseling has helped many couples overcome these challenges and many others. Contact us today at iforeverwill.com or call us at 346-349-6441. This episode of Love and Black with Tori and Terry is brought to you by Gracie's Restaurant on Kirby Drive and the Carabas family of restaurants. If you would like to be a guest, sponsor, or advertise, contact us at info at loveandblackwithtoriandterry.com. And now back to Houston's hottest relationship advice talk show, Love and Black with Tori and Terry. Welcome back to Love and Black with Tori and Terry. We want to thank you all for tuning in and all of the support that you've given us the past few years. Ooh, we couldn't do it without y'all. We couldn't do it without y'all. We actually get excited about coming in here and doing this with you. We appreciate the support as well as how you let us know how we've impacted you all, you know? I mean, we have people coming up to us all the time. They're like, you really helped our relationship. They even recognize us with the mask on. It's really crazy. And it's, it felt yeah. weird at first, but we're used to it now. And we really embrace it because it's a good feeling that it's working and we're helping. Yeah. That's what we want to do. Yeah, we had so many, especially in the last few weeks, we've had so many people come to us saying how much we've helped their relationship or we don't realize the impact that we had on their marriage. Yeah, and it's really deep too, because it's like, where'd you see us? Where'd you, because there's so many different <laughs> platforms and stuff. But yes, we've had plenty. And, um, you know, it's not what you go through. It's how you work together and work through it. Yeah. Really. Yeah. And before you ask, yes, we have had marriage counseling ourselves. Talk the walk and talk the talk, y'all. We're going to shift the subject of discuss. We're going to discuss toxic relationships. This is really huge. You might want to get a pen and paper because so many people are in them, but they don't know the warning signs, right? Yeah. So what exactly is a toxic relationship? Okay. All right. So 
when you're in a healthy relationship, everything just kind of works, right? You feel it, it feels good, it's flowing. So, you know, that's great. Sure, there are times when things are challenging, but you generally make decisions together when something's working for you openly discuss any problems that arise and you genuinely enjoy each other's company, would you say? Yeah, and toxic relationships are a whole nother matter of discussion. And when you're in one, it could really be hard to see the red flags. If you consistently feel drained or, or unhappy after spending time with your spouse or your partner, then you can best believe that you are in a toxic relationship. For sure. I mean, here are some of the signs that you may be in a toxic relationship. You know, before we go into them, it's, it's funny. We talk about red flags all the time and people, they stay notice the red flags. They just, they just, just keep going. But you yeah. know what's so deep? I feel is that they have probably been in relationships like this with red flags over time and just kept, mm -hmm. you know, it just becomes this rhythm, this dance that people do. And yeah. it's so bad. And, and people, you gotta know. You know, people always ask, uh, you know, how do I keep falling into these same relationship traps and things? That's you know. that's another show. We go because it's a whole nother show. We'll that's a lot of things. But um Identifying some of the toxicity. I know, toxicity. You want me to say that part? I'll say that part. Toxicity. Okay, so Thank you, babe. Toxic, <laughs> toxic communication. Instead of treating each other with kindness, most of your conversations are filled with sarcasm, mm -hmm. criticism, um, overt hostility. You may even start to avoid talking to each other altogether. And then either absence or lack of support. You know, your time together has stopped being positive or you stop supporting each other's goals. Yeah. And then suspiciousness. Yeah. While it's normal to experience jealousy from time to time, it can become an issue if you can't get yourself to think or feel positively about their success. Yeah. And what about and what about those people in those relationships that are being controlled? When you are in a position where, and this is the very first sign you should be looking for. When your spouse isolates you from your friends, your family, and they act like that they're the only person that you can depend on, that's the first sign of a toxic relationship. Yeah, in some cases, those And an abusive relationship. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, in some Whether cases, physically those or attempts mental. to control you, I mean, those are, those are signs of abuse. So start recognizing them as exactly. you see them, you know, and resentment. That's another one, holding on to grudges and not being forgiven where they chip away at your intimacy. I mean, over time, frustration or resentment can build up and make, I mean, a small rift, a big thing. Yeah. You've got to be careful because it just becomes huge and open. Yeah. And don't forget about deceitfulness. When you find yourself constantly making up lies about your whereabouts or who you meet up with to avoid spending time with your spouse or your mate. Lack of respect. That's another one. Being chronically late, casually forgetting events and other behaviors that show disrespect for your time are a red flag. Yeah. And we tell people to do this all the time, especially when we do individual counseling. But those that have a lack of self-care. You know, in toxic in toxic relationships, you often let go of yourself. You know, you either put on weight or you just you start drinking more. You don't care about yourself. Don't care about yourself. I always say, be your own baby. That's yeah. my thing. Be your own baby. Take yeah. care of your baby. Walking on eggshells. That's, that's the big one. That's the big one. Yeah, you worry about things. To, you don't want to bring things up because you're afraid that it's going to cause a problem. So you'll provoke extreme tension. I mean, you're afraid that it will provoke you know extreme tension. So you become conflict avoidant. 
yeah. and uh, you keep issues to yourself. And yeah. again, they start to fester and they get bigger and you're withholding and hurting at the same time. Yeah. You know, people often ask us, can our relationship be saved if we have a toxic marriage or a toxic relationship? The answer is yes. Yes, it can. But there's a but. Both people have to be willing to change that's or wanting we, to change. Well, that's what we ask our clients all the time. We do our consultations. We tell them. It's like, do, do you, you want, want your marriage? marriage? <laughs> you know, and I mean, you have to have a willingness to invest quality time into each other. You're going to have to block out everything and be like, let's make this a priority, such as what we're doing. You know, you yeah. both have to display an attitude of openness and willingness to invest in making the relationship better. Yeah. You also have to have an acceptance of responsibility, recognizing That's that huge. past behaviors or that have harmed your relationship is vital on both ends, you know. So accept responsibility. There's always two people involved in everything. I don't care. Even and sometimes I'll tell my wife, you know, you started it. You know, you started the argument. And she, of course, she doesn't want to hear that. But that's my opinion of it, because I'm sitting there chilling. I'm maybe in my office working or whatever. And she'll come and say something and it'll aggravate me. And then, you know, and then she'll say, I'm not trying to argue with you. I don't like me neither. But then it turns into something. Well, yeah. And the thing is, is that I always have this saying, those of you who have worked with us, you know, and you may have heard us, you know, when you stand on the radio before, I don't argue over loving things. So I think things become a, a big misunderstanding. And such as, like I said, you know, this time that had been building with us and working and being consumed. I'm coming from a loving place. I'm inquiring about something. Maybe but to it was me, it felt like it sounded like nagging and it sounded. Well, well that, but I'm very I'm I'm a means to an end type of person. So if I'm coming, I just want to get the. I want to know what we're working with. I want to be able to forecast the future. I'm very but to me. It sounded like nagging. So anyways, <laughs> uh, what was the last? Where were we at? <laughs> Shifting anyway. from blaming to understanding. Such as if you are both able to steer the conversation away from blaming and more toward understanding and learning, there may be a path forward. You've got to be results oriented. And that means coming together. Don't fight each other. Fight the attack, the problem so that you can get the answers. Exactly. And you guys have to have a willingness or an openness to outside help. You, you know, so many people and we hear this all the time. Black people don't do counseling. Hello, 98% of our clients are, are black. <laughs> 98, we've been doing this for six years now. We've got a huge problem. Yeah, well, we have, we've got a pretty we have, we have some white and we have some Hispanic, but the majority of our clients are, are black. These same black people that say <laughs> black people don't do counseling. So we know help, better. Whatever you need, get what you need. Exactly. Um, you know, I just, I, I, I want to say to move forward, and to repair a toxic relationship, it's going to take time and it's going to take patience. It's going to take diligence. But you know what's going to take you guys? Forgiveness. forgiveness. You're going to have to make a choice, a solid choice to forgive. You don't want to live there. Yeah. And you can't, speaking of living there, you can't dwell on the past. So many people, you know, we, we deal with a lot of couples that experience infidelity in their relationships. And it may sound brash or harsh, but we're telling them you can't live in that past, you have to find a way to be forgiving because if your mate is there doing counseling, he or she is willing to take the, the leap forward and they're willing to work on this. So yes, we're not saying that you have to forget. We're not saying that you have to be able to um, put yourself in a position where, you know, you know, but he did this or she did this to me. We're not saying that. What we are saying is you have to be able to move forward. And yeah. yeah. 
And I mean, you know, with infidelity, it's touchy. So I don't want you to think that we're just glazing over. No, it's not. Because it's huge. Yes. And some people make it and some people don't. But you can. You can make it through infidelity. Um, if, if it's a choice. Again, it's it all a choice. And it's about compassion. And you have to have compassion for your, your partner. Both of you do. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why people cheat. We're not going to get into that. Again, that's another show. Yeah. But you will have to have compassion for one another in order to begin to heal and to move forward. So, um, you know, both of you, you've had a hard time. Usually when it comes down to that, it's pretty tough in the house and things have really reached a real 10. So um, start with therapy, you know, um, and openness to therapy can be a good sign that things are mendable and actually following through on it can be um, a key to helping the relationship move forward. So while couples counseling is a good starting point, individual therapy too can also be very helpful. Yeah, and again, you have to have compassion for each other. So when you're in a position where you're not showing compassion to your mate, then you're back in the same boat that you were in before with the uh, sinking one, you know, sinking ship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What uh, Geraldine's <laughs> loose lips sink ships. Yeah, I know. You know. The looser the lips, the faster the ship sink. You know, so. <laughs> it's, it's, it's big. And it, the, the main thing that you want to do is you really want to pull on the empathy and especially the one that is the perpetrator. You want to pull on the empathy for your mate. Because, I mean, you know, it's, it's one thing when it's done to you, but it's another thing, you know, when, when you do it, but when, you know, when it's done to you, it, it hits kind of different. So, you know, just opening your mind. I want to, I want to say this, you definitely, you know, us sharing us with you. Hey, a doctor can write a prescription and still catch a cold, you know, so we are human. And um, it's, it's important for us to share with you. We love you guys, we really do. We put this out there for you, we've been doing it for years. And um, we just want you to get to know the real us because that enlists the trust, and yeah. especially as your counselors. Just Yeah. So, you know, you have to recognize these things that your partner is doing. When you find yourself wanting to blame your partner for all the problems in the relationship, try to take a step back and look at your role in it. And, and that's one of the things that we teach people, you know, what was your role in it? Oh, I was this chill. Uh-uh. What was your role in it? Everybody plays a part. Some Everyone story. plays a part. And your responsibility, I'm sorry, your response is your responsibility. So even if you feel that you didn't do anything, the way that you respond to that situation is your responsibility. You have to be able to accept responsibility, just like we said earlier. Accept the responsibilities for your problems, for the problems in your relationship. And if you're the man, I mean, you know, it may be hard, but I mean, I took those <laughs> that walk upstairs the other day and, you know, I wasn't thinking about what I was going to say. I was just like, you know, it reached the the point of possibly no return. And that's not what I wanted. And even though I was being selfish, probably in my own right, I mean, it's everything that we do, everything that we've been doing has been so intentional from the you know from our dating phase Amen. to the time we got married to when we started marriage ministry in church to what was it zoom <laughs> we went to zoom then we went to the radio station yeah. no no the podcast then a radio station then the other radio station then television back to the other radio station and now on uh praise and magic so everything that we've done has been intentional and we can't you know, what we have going is bigger than us. And we recognize that. We do recognize that. And that makes for a lot of um, soul searching and just reflecting. But I do want to say this. I did not, you know, I didn't draw those papers to get a reaction. 
I drew those papers because I was afraid that, you know, we had lost something considering what we teach. You know, if you know that term talking out the side of your neck, I mean, you know, we teach this. And so we're the litmus test for everything that we teach. But I must say this before we close. I'm glad you came. You are. You didn't say that. I but, know I didn't okay. say that. So I'll I take it anytime that. or any way I can get it. <laughs> I'm going to leave it right there. <laughs> you don't have to leave it right there. But anyway, uh, and, and and I'm sorry because I was still talking about uh, view your partner with compassion. And recognize, you know, before you hit them hard with something, find out how their week was, how their day was. Because, you know, a lot of times, you know, and, and I say this all the time in counseling. When your wife or your girlfriend or your partner comes to you and say, hey, we need to talk. It ain't never anything about what you want to talk about. It's everything that she wants to talk about. And, you know, now you starting to you automatically every man, every man on this planet that has been here since Adam, every man reacts the same way. We go into defensive mode and when we go into defensive mode, it's hard to come out of that. So you have to be able to approach your spouse, your boyfriend, you know, whoever your mate is. You have to be able to approach them with some tact. You know, hey, I would like to talk to you about something. Uh, we don't have to do it right now, but uh, you know, I would rather sooner than later. However, you present it to them so that they're not so defensive with it, and also don't leave them in suspense. I mean, you know, if you know what you want to talk to them about, just go ahead and say it. Hey, I want to talk to you about the way that, you know, we've been treating each other or the way you've been treating me. I mean, you know, say it because, again, we are automatically into defensive mode at that point and we don't want to talk about it. I don't care. Even if it was something positive at that point, we, we, we would be like. Uh, okay, she's trying to trick me now. <laughs> you know, when is it really coming? When is it happening here? So, again, find out, you know, what they've been going through, you know, before you spring something. Stay connected on them. so you don't get disconnected. That's my point. That's, Stay that's connected. That's right. That's right. So, also, you know, take a look. Was there, was there family drama that was weighing heavily on uh, either one of you guys? That has a lot to do with it. You know, we talked about our finances. That's some serious family drama. And especially when one person was left in the dark and not knowing. I mean, this day and time, anything could happen to either one of us. And both of you guys need to be aware of what's going on. Yeah. That's all I was trying to say. Yeah. So y'all on my side. No, I'm just it's talking. not what you say. <laughs> it's how you say it. It's how you say so, it. So, and these things that I no mentioned. It's no matter. It's really yeah. not. I mean, you know, it's just like there yeah. Saturday morning. But you guys, you get it. Yeah. You get it. But you know, these things I mentioned are not excuses for bad behavior, but they can help you come a better under come to a better understanding of where your partner is coming from. It you kill, have it to. Makes you stronger. You have to look at what they're saying from their point of view you have to show empathy towards them. it's got to be the we oneness. say this all it has the to be time the oneness. hashtag oneness winning is one that's you guys know that's our that's what we say that's our tagline winning it one as one yes. so um definitely you know we want to go back to the whole thing about you want to be careful about that you want to tell them about that um with abuse again there's so many um, avenues that you guys can go through. If you're in a, an abusive relationship, first of all, you have to tell someone, family members, friends, keep someone in the loop. 
Also, the National Domestic Violence Hotline is there's an 800 number that you can call. And also, like here in Houston, there is a couple different local domestic violence agencies. And um, not patting ourselves on the back, but we actually had saved someone's life on our show one night. We had uh, Dr. Kathy Tatum and we had, uh, who was it, Leah? The therapist. Yeah, we had a bunch of therapists on that night. Yeah, and, and we were doing a, a therapy roundtable, as we call it, and we were talking about this subject here. And we were, um, you know, right at the end of the show, we received uh, two calls. And before the show was over, we had a praise report. Yeah. I think we're out of time. I hate that we're out of time, but we will be back yeah. next so do you have a closing argument no i don't i mean we gave all the tips to you i certainly hope you wrote it down and you can catch us also too on our youtube page with this yeah so with my closing if you suspect you may be in an abusive or toxic relationship trust your instincts no you don't have to live this way there are several resources that you can contact and again national domestic violence hotline as well as the local domestic violence agencies so I truly enjoyed our first episode on Praise 92.1 and Magic 102.1 HD2. How about you, babe? Yeah, it wasn't so bad. It wasn't so bad. It went by really, really fast. I um, I always enjoy when we're with you. Listen, you guys, we'll see you next week right here on Praise Magic um, and Praise and Magic, I should say. But I just want you to take good care of each other. Make love, not war, okay? This episode of Love and Black with Tori and Terry is brought to you by Gracie's Restaurant on Kirby Drive and the Carabas family of restaurants. If you would like to be a guest, sponsor, or advertise, contact us at info at loveandblackwithtoriandterry.com.